Hi, this is Jeanette Creamore, or you may know me as JC. Welcome to Laugh, Learn, Lead, a podcast show that helps project sponsors, project managers and their teams shape their project success stories. I'll be sharing interviews that bring a different perspective to what project success looks and feels like, as well as unpacking our conversations to provide insights and practical tips. Stay tuned and enjoy. Hi listeners, last episode I caught up with Leonie McCarthy, Retail Project Delivery Specialist and owner of 6R. We talked about the retail online industry, the need to translate technology to make sense of the complexity, building teams and every day there are lessons. Today I want to unpack our conversation about customer or some people might call it user experience. Um, what triggers a bad experience and what do we promote as a good experience? Probably set two scenes, um, two examples that I've experienced and maybe you've got your own that really you can relate to. So for me, I think bad experience and one that Leonie mentioned was when I have an expectation of something simple and I'm presented with something complex or she gave the example of buying a microwave and really she'd already done her research. She just wanted to pick it up, go to the counter, pay for it and walk out. And yet, she noticed people behind the counter ignoring a queue of customers. So for me, that frustrates me. And my example I used was the airline industry. They'd just done a system upgrade and rather the staff being more aware of us standing in a queue to check in, they were all having a bit of a conversation around how bad it was or why it changed and things like that. And it's probably conversations that we didn't want to hear or need to hear. And yet, that's what our experience was. So that's um, a bad experience. So what happens to us when we have a bad experience is it's actually misaligned to expectation. What we see is value for the money that we're actually paying or the time that we're spending doing something. And it also is with our attitude. So some days, have you ever been in a, um, a queue and you haven't been in a hurry and you were just kind of, oh, I've got time, I can be present. And I can observe things around me and waiting didn't really upset you or affect you or really didn't give you a bad experience. It was just, it was tolerable. And yet other days you want to get out of there in a hurry um, because you're running behind, you're meeting to meeting, you might be running late to pick up the kids from school, um, you might have to drop off your car for um, a service, whatever the situation is, you're in, it's time poor. And so no matter what the experience is it's going to be a bad one for you because it's actually just another thing that you're dealing with. So bad experience from a customer's point of view is really about what they value, what they expect, and also what they're willing to exchange both in dollars and time. So if you think of a good experience, and there is no doubt in my mind that most top customer experience I've ever had was when I visited Disneyland and from the time that my daughter and I purchased our entry ticket, walked through the gates, anything from buying food, waiting in a queue for a ride or just generally just walking around, we were always felt as if we were VIPs. I'll give you an example of that. We were first-time visitors, so my daughter got a first-time visitor's badge. So the cue for the staff was, oh, this, this girl's wearing a first-time visitor's badge. We will make her experience feel special. 
and every staff member would address my daughter with, wow, what are you experiencing? What have you had fun about? Oh, this is your first time. How exciting. And they made her feel really important. And we, and as a parent, of course, that made me smile and knew that no matter the cost that I paid for our experience, it was worth it because the smile on my daughter's face was something I won't ever forget. And then when I was, um, it was a hot day and I'd been to the bathroom to put water on the back of my neck to cool down. And the uh, lady who was cleaning the bathrooms just said, oh, madam, you're feeling hot. And I said, yes. And she said, oh, next door in the uh, merchandise shop, there's actually a big air conditioner at the doorway. Go and stand under the air conditioner for a little while and cool down. And I hope that makes your day better. And I went, wow, here is the cleaner looking after my needs and recommending a solution to my problem. And yet she didn't have to. So after a couple of hours in Disneyland, I went, there's a bit of a pattern happening here. So when I came back to Australia, I actually investigated some of the Disneyland values and customer experience strategies and looked at um, some of their turnover rates of their staff and what their training and development program was. And it was absolutely obvious that they only had a 12% turnover of staff and there was four generations employees of Disneyland. And they say, the staff say that Disneyland is like their family, that they're valued as a employee and as a result, they want to actually give up. So staff are actually even offered shares in the company as part of a a long-term recognition Um, They get extensive training in what it means to be a customer and that the company can't provide the service unless they're feeling valued as an employee. And so that really got me thinking about, well, when do I promote a good experience? When I go into a restaurant and I really enjoy the service, and what I mean by that, it's personal. If you've booked it in your name, they'll either call you by, you know, Miss Creamore or when you um, get seated, they acknowledge you. And then from that experience, from them pouring a glass of wine or um, ordering our meal, when the meals get delivered to the table, they're explaining how the food was prepared, what you should experience when you taste it, uh, right through to when you leave. If I've had that good experience, I'll actually write back to the restaurant and just say thank you so much for giving me uh, a special experience in your restaurant. The staff were incredible. The ambience was magnificent, but the food was delectable. And if you're not giving that feedback to when you have a good experience and not just when you are complaining, companies and businesses actually don't understand how to then repeat that good experience, what to include in their training material for their um, staff. And so, yes, I think about not just the bad experiences and complain about them, but when it is good, how do you promote it and how do you say thank you? I'll, um, one of the things that I really liked was there was an episode TV show called Undercover Boss. I don't know if you've seen it yourself, but it was about an executive in a company um, going in disguise and being undercover and putting him or herself at the grassroots of the operations. So anything from warehousing to um, sales at the counter, to logistics of driving trucks, to cleaning, anything that had an influence on the customer experience, this executive would disguise themselves and actually 
pretend to be there as a trainee. And after experiencing that firsthand, would then go back to the uh, management team and suggest some improvements. And I really loved that show because it helped me understand that sometimes our executives are too far removed from the day-to-day experience. So unless we're providing feedback and input into how we can make it better, sometimes they're too far removed that they can't understand. And so they really appreciate that feedback. So I just want you to think um, a couple of things that when you are in a project and you have the problem of how do we design this for the customer? Um, We've had complaints about our system being a poor performance or we might have um, complaints from our staff saying that the number of forms that they have to fill out um, to complete a payment or that your competitors are now putting things online and you need to find ways to have a difference to attract your customer, to keep them coming back and doing work and with you and also buying product from you. So think about how you can make a difference in a project. And my three tips, no matter what type of project you're doing, it can be policy, it can be systems, it can be an event. The first tip I have is understand the different customer personas. And what I mean by that is my experience as a customer is going to be very different than your experience of customer because it's about what I value, what's important to me, um, what I'm willing to exchange as dollars or time and my expectation. So if you design a system or a, um, a process or a solution just with one customer lens on, you actually are going to miss the mark. You need to be aware that customers want to do things in a different way. So understand your customers or your end users and how they need the experience to be delivered to them to engage them and get them to promote what a great experience it was. The second tip is put yourself in your customer's shoes. So similar to the undercover boss, not necessarily get dressed up, but if you want to and go under disguise, but go and spend time at your customer service desk. Go and spend time in the warehouse and really understand what it is that your user, your customer is experiencing firsthand and note the conversations, note the body language. So does someone walk into your store, pick something up, put it down and walk out without buying it? Now, I've done that several times. I'm sure you have. Or from your data about your online systems, do you have data that's telling you people come to your page, they put something in the shopping cart, but they never check it out and pay for it. They actually leave your online store. So look at your data and put yourself in your customer's shoes and understand what could be triggering their exit from the transaction or their disappointment in the transaction. And the third thing is ask your customer for feedback. You can be in a store and you might um, have experienced someone coming up with an iPad and asking, oh, can you just spend 30 seconds with me? I just want to really get some feedback from you on what your experience has been today. Or it might be even at an event and, and um, as you're exiting the arena, oh, did you really enjoy this? What did you notice? Was the temperature of comfort? Was the food adequate and things like that? So yeah, so take time to ask your customer for feedback. They know what they want and they're actually willing to offer up their advice and suggestions 
if you're willing to listen. So that's about it for today. Just a quick touch on um, customer and user experience and to remember that your way is not necessarily the customer's way and to take time to understand them and respect the differences. But as I do, um, I like to finish off with my favourite quote. Um, So my quote from my conversation with Leonie was, think about the success criteria. What does it look like and how do we explain it to our customer? Thank you for listening and I hope you have a few ideas to take action. I would love for you to rate and review the show. I too need feedback to learn. Cheers for now. Remember, a day without laughter is a day wasted.